1: you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: what is up football fans I'm Danny Austin this is the live from the 55 podcast we are recording here at our Marta Loop studios in Calgary Alberta Canada coming off the final regular season game of the CFL season I'm excited. We got the Eastern semifinal. We got the Western semifinal. We got playoff football coming up next weekend. All goes down Saturday, November 4th. Honestly, I wasn't that excited about this weekend's games. I don't think there's that much to talk about when it comes to this weekend's games. Um none of these games mattered. It what are you gonna do? This is what happens. A little bit of bad luck with the scheduling with the way the season played out. But you had Winnipeg 36, Calgary 13 game that I was at it was freezing the Stampeders did not look good but Stampeders didn't need to look good so what the Stampeders needed to do was rest their key players Kadeem Carey Reggie Bagleton they got Jake Mayer out of there and what late in the game at the very least they got Tommy Stevens some some time at quarterback uh, lots of guys not in the lineup kim judge not in the lineup so did winnipeg let's be totally clear winnipeg was resting a ton of guys and they just executed better it's just one of those games where you know there have been so many bad Stampeders games this season they won a few got themselves in the playoffs i just don't really think that there's anything to break down uh, with any of these games I, I apologize here here i am on this podcast being like oh there's nothing to talk about uh no that's not true what we're gonna do we got ian busby he's on his way we're gonna start recording with him in just a couple minutes um and yeah what we're gonna do, Ian annually does his rankings of the Grey Cup matchups. He used to do it, I believe, in the Sun. I know we did it for Three Damn Nation for a while, and now he just kind of puts it up on Twitter and talks about it on the Life in the Fifty Five podcast. So just so we're clear, this is not gonna be forty-five minutes to an hour of me just sitting here saying, "Oh, all these games are meaningless." That's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk a little playoffs. We're gonna talk about a few things, but wanted to go through Ian's have some fun, go through that list of of sort of his. Most anticipated to least anticipated playoff matchups. I know we put those up yesterday on Twitter, and we're just gonna break them down, have some fun, maybe talk about some CFL awards. I don't know. We're in a free flowing conversation. That's the idea behind this podcast. We've been doing it all season. We got what a couple episodes left here, and then the off season. We're not gonna record the podcast. Um, I have too much on my plate. If I'm being perfectly honest, I'm moving right now. Um, have another job that I got to do. I got to cover the Calgary Flames. Um, so yeah. We, were, we we won't be doing off season live from the fifty-five. We'll see what happens next year. But um yeah, I just got a couple of episodes left. So we'll do a little awards talk, preview the playoffs today, talk about Ian Celeste. Otherwise, Montreal beat Hamilton 22 Uh preview of Saturday's Eastern semifinal. Uh again, not a game that I'm putting a ton of stock in, but I think both teams wanted to show each other a little bit a little bit of something. Um and then finally, Toronto Argonauts twenty 27- seven Ottawa Red Blocks 22, uh, we say goodbye for the final time to the Ottawa Red Blocks. What a disappointing year they've had. What a disappointing five years they have had. It has not been a good run in Ottawa. Really hoping we see things get turned around, make some smart off-season moves. Uh, I, I do think they got to figure out the quarterback situation. Tough break there. Lots of teams have to figure out their quarterback situations. But it's, it's time for we need the Ottawa Red Blocks to advance. They have not done anything in five years they've been quite a bad football team for five years i still love that stadium i still think it's to be honest if it's not one i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and off the top of my head rank my best in stadium experiences in the cfl um clearly you got to put winnipeg and sask right up there but um, i also love that ottawa experience i think the fans are amazing It's right in the core of the city um beautiful area of ottawa uh, an area that i know quite well uh, my grandmother lived across the way there for a little while, and Ottawa is one of our great, great cities, and I, I love that stadium, and it would be nice to s- ha- see those fans sort of get rewarded for their loyalty and have something to cheer about. It's been too long, so um I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in Ottawa. I can't imagine that they're making a coaching change or anything like that, but uh it's time for that team to get better. We need that team to get better, and Ottawa, as a football market, deserves a better football team. And then the Argonauts, uh, yeah, we had Ben Grant on on Wednesday. I uh, thought that was a really good conversation. Ben is such a smart, interesting guy, and he was just talking about how sensational this season has been. Uh, 16-2 and for the Toronto Argonauts. Only games they lost. They rested their starting quarterback uh, against Winnipeg, and against Calgary, Chad Kelly went out in the second quarter. And Calgary still sort of narrowly edged out the Argos there. So you think about that. I mean, this team did not lose this season. They did not lose important games. And, yeah, they finished it off 27-22 and 20, 27, 22 over the Red Blacks. Um, yeah, I think it puts them in a really elite, historic company. You never want to go too far down that road just because you got to finish. You got to win the Grey Cup. I have covered some terrific, amazing Calgary Stampeders teams. Over the years that you know end of the regular season we were talking about them in sort of historic terms and then they didn't finish they couldn't win the great cup and we sort of forget about them and that's the reality so for this argos team like history is there history beckons if they can get it done in the great cup i truly think we're going to be talking about this as one of the all-time great teams um and you know I, i i do think busby's list reflects that a little bit um Although, you know, I know it. There's no need. We're not doing spoiler alerts here or anything like that. But I do think that Busby um, has an interesting one at number one on his most anticipated Grey Cup rankings. And I disagree with it, but I'm really, I'm I'm fascinated. Look, you know Winnipeg. You, You know, I mean, you know every playoff team wants to knock off the Argos, but you know Winnipeg wants revenge. I do. If I was a betting man, which I am not, I don't gamble. But if I was, I would be putting my money on Toronto Winnipeg. Great cup rematch and i'll be fascinated to see how that goes because i just think this toronto team deserves its flowers at this point i think they've been i was incredible so um yeah not a whole lot more to add as i said these games no one could go up no one could go down in the standings um you know they delivered some some fun interesting football i will say that um particularly the second half i am just to go back to the winnipeg calgary game um i mean the first half was dreadful it was really hard to watch freezing in the stands respect to the i think that the stamp said there were eighteen thousand there but there were not um respect to the people who did you know gut it out and and stay there in the stands um i have no problem if anyone decided to stay at home avoid that cold watch this game or, or watch watch something on netflix maybe watch the martian matt damon love that movie watch the martian if that's what you want on a friday night of a meaningless game i don't mind but either way the second half i did really think the winnipeg i mean that offense there were some some fun big plays um what if i didn't just sort of shut it down and um and play for nothing you know you put up 36 points that's that's no joke and that was there was there were a lot of fun moments in each of these games that's what i'm saying um this was not terrible football didn't mean anything it doesn't need to mean anything all the time um trust me the most meaningless stuff that i've ever covered the covid season in the nhl uh, this is, I mean, anywhere, everyone in Calgary probably remembers this, but um, both the Vancouver Canucks and Calgary Flames were mathematically eliminated, but they had to play four games at the end of the season that had been sort of canceled for one reason or another. So the rest of the league had moved on. I believe the playoffs had started in the other divisions, and we just had to go to the Saturday. Um, it was pretty nice outside. It had been, you know, long, difficult COVID season. And just watch these teams play four absolutely meaningless games that those are the those are the true most pointless games that i've ever covered but um yeah these weren't that bad there was there was some good fun in there i think that you know there were good highlights at the very least uh, i'm sure sports was happy they got something to show um i'm not even sure that i was really anticipating that anyways i have now what i stretched this to eight and a half minutes that's not bad for an intro it's not bad busby's arriving right now so uh yeah shout out to our sponsors mugs pub Fraser, and fig they've been with us all season we love them thank you make sure you check them out um and yeah let's get to busby right away here guys let's say you're having a party let's say you're having a picnic let's say you're having any occasion gotta talk to you about Fraser and fig because i love these guys here in model a couple storefronts down from our studio here Fraser and Figman, these guys do these delicious elevated cheese and charcuterie boxes. You know, they're made with all these fresh artisanal ingredients, on-demand grazing, pickup, delivery. You got it. Just let them know what you want. They will get it to you. Honestly, I'm such a big fan. I had a picnic a little while ago. I brought one of their curated boxes, and it was a huge hit. I looked great. People loved it. We're hungry they weren't hungry anymore these ready to go boxes they got them in four sizes all their boxes come with meat cheese dried fruit fresh fruit nuts olives pickles and carrots their selections vary from month to month choices are always new you know just because they've had one doesn't mean you've had them all I love Fraser and Fig I love having them as a sponsor they're the best make sure you check them out tell them by from the 55 sent you all right Ian Busby we got you here it is a Sunday morning cold here in Calgary but it is bright how I you know been? you were sick last weekend but I know you're feeling better
0: I'm trying to feel better
2: I'm yeah I back. mean
0: I'm, my voice is still not 100% so but we not uh, I am voice. here and I made it. That's... We don't need your
2: voice at 100 percent. It's only an audio right? medium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a camera right over there. So yeah, true. That's hoping true. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you if you're looking I mean, at me right now, like... the, I know our numbers, the vast majority of people are listening, not watching. Yes. Um, uh,
0: and that is the best way to consume us uh, completely.
2: <laughs> um, buddy, it's good to have you back. Uh, haven't talked to you. In, well i mean i've talked to you off camera but yeah i haven't mm-hmm. talked to you um, on, yeah. on camera so um did you watch anything and we're, we're gonna mostly skip over the games i yeah, I, I went over I, this in the intro what i will say is that like there were i think sports center got enough to put together highlight packages this <laughs> hey, yeah there there was there was some highlights there
0: were there was, there were some, there yeah. was there were some big plays uh which uh, you know. don't always
2: get in these games yeah so like and, that's and, worth celebrating like yeah, all and jokes it was left. like
0: hey we got some big plays cool but does that mean anything nope no. and uh did i watch it of course i did because i don't have anything else to do with my life but i i was like oh all this just got me excited for the playoffs and the fact that it was like okay saturday is going to be the playoff day coming up here i'm i'm excited about that
2: because yeah i don't and know why. I, i'm like
0: yeah because we know my sundays are now consumed by nfl but so, I'm I don't like, know. I don't think anyone's
2: actually upset about it. Like, it's, I actually think that, like, there's a little bit of a straw man argument going up there. Like, traditionally, these playoff games were on Sunday, they haven't moved to Saturday. I don't think anyone's bothered by it. No, I, like, I think the we're thing all is saying, they, like, we're I, all I, arguing against uh, people who don't exist. Yeah, it's it's I, they, just, it's fine. They did
0: this in the late 2000s, around 2008, I think. And it's just cool. All right. We got an extra day to prepare for the Grey Cup once we figure out who the Grey Cup participants are after the East and West final. Perfect. Sounds good to me. And it, it doesn't overlap with my other football viewing. So it's great. I, cool. I like it.
2: Yeah. I mean, CFL would always be the priority for me come playoff time. Um, oh, yeah.
0: No, I, I but, and that's the thing. I, I, I'm going to be watching regardless.
2: So fair. Um, I'm going for dim sum after this. So <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. That has nothing to do with I'm going to go to work. Um, um, <laughs> fair. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think to touch on it quickly before we, we hop on uh to your rankings which I've already said we're gonna do in the preview so people are aware of that but we did like again the way that this podcast works is not you and I sit here for 20 minutes talking about what we're gonna talk about no no you this, come sit down like I, this so, is the literal yeah.
0: the most preparation what I am do, like repeating... we we
2: prepare we prepare on air <laughs> yeah. little to no preparation <laughs> might as well be the name of the podcast Um but but yeah so just when people know when I'm repeating what I did in the intro it's largely the let and you no know. but um I will say that I mean Calgary won a pig game again. Like, I do say this sincerely, like, we should assign no meaning to what happened in these games. It is awesome that Toronto got to 16 wins. Yeah. Um, sets them up for a really historic end to their season if they can win the Grey Cup. Uh, Calgary, like, look, they looked awful. But like you're gonna look awful. You're closing down your playbook. You you're sitting half your starters. It's just like you're gonna look terrible in that yeah. game. And they did. It's very impressive that Winnipeg didn't look terrible. Yeah. It tells me something about Drew Brown. I think he was playing for a job next season and he looked like it, had some had some big plays through the air. Um there the thing with their receiving core is even if they sit half their guys, they still have great receivers. Right. That's not the case in Calgary. Um and I do think we saw that. So
0: yeah. Well, okay, so like I, I sat in my uh You know cozy in my little bed watching that game going oh man everybody there looks like they don't want to be there like (laughs) who in that stadium wanted to be there that night credit to the fans who were there it was freezing i i give a hundred percent credit to anybody that went to that stadium because it was like okay this game means nothing but then you look at like okay Rashid bailey he wants to be a number one receiver Mm -hmm. it was like okay cool dude yeah dalton chone is out I'm gonna be the number one man. Boom. All right. Cool. So Winnipeg has a few things going on, but again, does it tell us anything for the playoffs? No, probably not. Uh, I I'm just impressed with how Winnipeg has gone about their season as usual. But I I'm 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 a little bit with Ryan Valentine. He was shocking you last weekend on last weekend's episode. It was like, whoever comes out of that West semifinal, I think is going to upset the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're just, they're, yeah. They're gonna win regular season games. It's all good. Now, are the
2: 6-12 and 12 Calgary Stampeders primed to do that? I think the Bombers, I just want to go on record and <laughs> say, I think the Bombers are gonna stomp whoever they play in the West Final. Like, I don't, like, I've now had several guests in a row be like, oh, yeah, no, like, I, I like, make no mistake, I genuinely believe that they are, like, they have been working to peak at the right time um great couple I'm which is what if get which, which is
0: the whole plan the whole plan about your season is just to keep going up and up and up yeah and that's why and we used to see this with the Calgary Stampeders in the back in the days when they were winning all the time was they didn't like they didn't care about games in you know July August September but as long as they were playing their best football in october november that's all they mattered
2: you want to and- stay in the fight and secure home playoff games that is the yeah. point of the regular season but i mean like i i as you know i read a lot about soccer like manchester city who have won what five of the last six premier leagues pep Guardiola, who's the best manager in the world famously like his team is not like he has them coming out of the gate slow he wants them getting better and peaking basically in february march april may and every year they are just a machine in the last four months of the season don't lose like this is a legitimate like people say oh no you always prepare to win every game and like that's true yeah but you don't necessarily prepare to be at your best early in the season and i think the bombers learned that a little bit last year um you know i remember over the past couple years you'd hear mid-season people saying this and that about the bombers and, and then they lost in the great cup last year and they realize how little it matters what people say about you in August. So I, I really do expect them for me. Like they look like a team that is just ready to stomp. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I really do. And I think that that the week uh, for a team that is older, I think that the the week off is really going to help them out. But I hear where you like, I love, to be clear, I love when people disagree with me. It's part of the point <laughs> of the podcast, it would be very boring if you didn't. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: it was just us agreeing. Um. Can I ask you just another, and I'm gonna let you get to your point. You you mentioned the fans and I do like, I had to tweet. I was like, man, if you're here, people have to understand, it's been legit. Legitimately- well, and, and
0: maybe I've been, and I think that's probably what, I, like I've been around a lot of fans in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Stampeter fans who are just like, hey, we got in we we can go all the way because we got in it doesn't matter what happened before and it doesn't matter what happened on friday night they got in and they can go all the way so i um, so i've just been buoyed by that energy and that like hey we don't no, know
2: and, and they're not wrong you could technically do it yeah um and you got in and like making the playoffs is a big deal and i, I fully give them credit um and credit if that's why it, <clears throat> if that kept you warm like people not in calgary who listen to this podcast, like i'm sure it's cold in other places of, it has been brutal this week yes like it was, <laughs> it was awful in that stand it was so windy there was so much snow um there's like debate weirdly in my twitter replies about whether or not they'd cleared the the seats and and, and the aisles at mcmahon they did it just snowed more it just afterwards <laughs> um and, and there were here's, sections here's that the were thing it's
0: like doesn't matter how much you try to clear it There's still a level of snow and ice on everything in in Calgary right now that you can't get rid of. Like, you can't get rid of it. It's just like there's too much. There were
2: a couple sections towards the edge of the stadium, like the the bleacher sections that didn't look great uh and but i but, but the, i like i don't know man i the, the lack of actual
0: fans there if, if you had a ticket in that section go over and sit over in the blues or the reds like you're just you should <laughs> you I didn't said, you didn't need I to like, sit there i flat and, out like
2: i mean i was there obviously <laughs> for work sitting in a warm press box like, yeah like and i don't lie about this you, i would not ever go like, no. there is no world in which I would ever have gone to that game. The worst game, <laughs> I got to, like, <laughs> shout out my dad here. Um, when it was either 92 or 93, uh, so it was one of the seasons the Jays won the World Series. Yeah. And we went, and all I remember is that it was a weeknight because we had school, and the Jays lost to the Milwaukee Brewers 22 to 2. Oh. And actually, we're I'm prob- sure we, my dad... We can
0: probably look that up if week. we needed no, to. No, I,
2: re- I remember <laughs> the lines of this day. It was yeah. 22 to 2. And shout out my dad the kids want like me and my sister wanted to stay and we did on a weeknight i don't know what time we got home but it was the worst because we thought it was funny to stay for the whole game and my dad was like all right and we we made it till to the end of that game um but me as an adult no man i'm i'm no no I
0: i wasn't going to that game for any reason after it became completely meaningless like had calgary needed to win to get in the playoffs I might have thought about, okay, yeah, no, I should go watch that game. But, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at home going, oh, man, I can't wait for the playoff game because that's what's going to matter. And the playoff game is going to be indoors. And, like, so this game didn't tell us anything about that. Like, okay, did, did they lose to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers outdoors? Like, yeah, okay, so they're going to have to go in, into Winnipeg. Much different atmosphere because it's going to be yeah. a lot of energy with the fans. Like, no... uh No harshness on the calgary fans there was no energy in that building it was like Mm. yeah but well and like anybody that was there was just trying to stay alive
2: literally yeah yeah bring lots of blankets (laughs) toe warmers i don't know i like it it was the first game ever in my entire history where like there were four minutes left in the fourth quarter and i was like i'm just going down to the media room like i'm gonna wait for (laughs) dave dickinson i don't i'm learning nothing here i was i i have a feeling that i was a nightmare in the press box i was just like (laughs) I, I, well, it's worth noting that also, like, I covered the Flames, too, and Tuesday and Thursday's Flames games were awful. I spent so much time watching bad sports this week. <laughs> like, like, and, and they just hit a point, like, midway through the fourth quarter where I was like, I'm 40 years old. Like, this is what I have chosen to do with my life. Like, like it was here's like an the thing: Christ so many him. people
0: would trade their lives for your <laughs> like, like, life, Danny.
2: I'm not actually complaining. It was like <laughs> the thing, but it was just like, I, like, oh, you uh, had to uh, go uh, sit through bad hockey thing. games. Oh, that's, I know. That's it's rough. like it's a great job. I, I don't, but it was just like because I'm moving. I was like, I should be packing right now. Like, I, like right? There were you, just,
0: there's many things that you should be doing other than watching and like the flames. As suck. I've said, so <laughs> yeah.
2: They're just, they're, <laughs> there are moments where you're just, as a sports reporter, and like... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like, like, there's real bad stuff happening in the world, <laughs> and I'm sitting here doing this. Oh, yeah.
0: No, as, as I came back and started covering sports again here on radio, <laughs> and it was like, well, I'm, I'm getting to do sports again, and then you're like, oh, man, I'm waiting for a game that I don't care about to end just so I can get the score in and update it. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. like I literally can go home right after the score and is, is final. I know. Just, yeah, there's, there's a, a bit of like, okay, yeah, careful what you wish for.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ian Busby, tell me the history of your Grey Cup rankings. Okay, you so effectively pick the, you rank from 9 to 1, Yeah. the, the matchups in order of basically your interest in them. Yes. <laughs> Completely <laughs> objective. <laughs> um, but you've been doing it for a long, long time, so just, just tell well, me the history. Well, so I started
0: bit. doing that uh, back when I was doing the national... CFL column for Sun Media and I was like okay so it would come out on Tuesdays and like whenever the playoff matches matchups were set I was like okay I'm just doing a here's what I want to see in the Grey cup the nine matchups right so and it's, it's like if you, if you did it on in any other sport there would be too many matchups to yeah. to do this but in the CFL we've only got nine right so it's nine possible matchups I'm like okay here's what I and and I've been doing it ever since. And then Three Down Nation actually kept it going and they called it the memorial. And I'm like, I'm not dead. What the hell? So no. I was like, I and you convinced me a couple of years ago. It's like, hey, why don't you take but it, it was, back and, and publish it on Twitter? And it was very like, funny
2: that they called it memorial.
0: Yes. But, um, <laughs> again, because <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, I it's not that I'll never write again I just don't have an outlet to write um, so, so you said why don't you write it on Twitter And I'm like cool Danny I'm gonna do that
2: yeah and, and now I, I do spent, that I mean I spent many years fighting for popcorn in the McMahon Stadium yeah. press box which we got for a little while and then they took away along with pizza no explanation we used to get half-time pizza they just oh, canceled it two games into the year right um And when they got it, I set up the Danny Austin Memorial popcorn stand. Uh, So (laughs) I I don't know why it's a scam. Anyways, so there are this year to set this up because we are professional podcasters. Out of the East, you got Toronto, you got Hamilton, you got Montreal. Out of the West, you got Winnipeg, you got BC, you got Calgary. Those are the potential matchups. Yeah, one team from the West, one team from the East, from number nine to number one. Number nine. I have this on my phone because again, I always bring my laptop and I just checked before leaving. (laughs) So just if anyone's wondering why I'm looking at my phone before leaving the house this morning, I checked and it said eighty (laughs) percent. So I didn't feel like I needed a cord. And then I got here and it's at twelve percent, and I don't want it to die. So we're using my phone. I do apologize. This looks really weird. Number nine, Ian Busby's rankings. You have.
0: Oh, well, I thought you were going to say oh, it. okay.
2: You have Winnipeg versus Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Again, little <laughs> to no prep. You have Winnipeg versus Hamilton. This, explain to me why this is your
0: well, we, we, least. We, we, we had it two years ago. We had it three years ago.
1: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb. dot com slash host.
0: Go. So it's. I'm just. I don't care to see it again. I. I think we know what what's going to happen if that happens. It's going to be Winnipeg crushing Hamilton, probably. But I. I don't know. I, I. I like new matchups. I don't like this one we've had twice already in the last several years.
2: Yeah, I think there's a little bombers fatigue in general yeah. around the league, but this matchup in particular, um, and I mean, part I, I, of the I, I, Grey cup is like the fun of having the coaches do their press conference, do all that. We've just seen coach o and and Mike O'Shea a yeah. number of times like the it's not even necessarily the matchup. It's everything that comes along with it during great cup week. And I agree with you. I'm bored of this. The intrigue would come from it must bug the tie cats that they've lost twice to the bombers. Well, and, so and, so and the Ticats winning makes this a more interesting. Yes, matchup.
0: but the where I look at it is the leading up to like i like the game itself yes it's probably going to be interesting no matter
2: what not the bombers are crashing but
0: yeah but the thing is you're 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 looking at the week leading up i i, I just don't care about i don't want to hear all these storylines about these guys playing each other again after the, like it's okay. just yeah that's why i ranked number 9
2: yeah and I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here for every one of your answers. And if you don't find them interesting, I'm going to say why they're interesting. If you do yeah. find them interesting, I'm going to say why it's bad. Um, there is a storyline that I would have, that I would really like here, which is I believe both Zach and Bo have two Grey cops as starters. And they faced each other in 2014. So yeah. it, it's like,
0: yes, there's some history there. And so, and look, I think that
2: it's, I mean, it's not useful because they're both great players, but who is the sort of quarterback of this generation, like who's the number one guy? Yeah, but I, it, it felt like the,
0: the baton was passed, right? So, and maybe, yeah, so that's the storyline. The baton gets taken back by Bo.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't, like, yeah again, we just, we've seen it.
0: Again, again and and we're, we're gra- this is, I think that this is the reason it's ranks number nine. It, we're grasping at straws. Like it,
2: it yep. yeah. Okay, uh, number eight. Number eight, you have calgary st peters versus the montreal alouette yeah this is a matchup that was big in 2008
0: but uh th- there's just no star power here like who like you're Cody versus jake Mayer, not anthony calvio versus henry burris like we're not talking about all-time great quarterbacks facing each other in the great cup it's just it doesn't have the juice for me I mean, it doesn't get me it doesn't get me excited and i don't think anybody is going to be excited about Montreal Alouettes being in the Grey Cup. And this is where the trend goes because Montreal ranks pretty low for me. They're a defensive team and we don't want to see
2: defensive teams in the Grey Cup.
0: Sorry. They've done a great job with Darnell Sankey and and
2: Sean Lemon in the last half of the well, year. Well, this is like the thing for me is obviously like I have a relationship yeah. with Lemon. Um a week of Lemon versus the St. Peters. <laughs> that that man would troll. He actually wouldn't. The funny thing is he wouldn't, but like
0: Yeah, like, and that's the thing. It's like again it's just not gonna get it's not gonna get any legs like he's not gonna yeah. he's gonna say about how great this organization was to him and blah blah, blah, blah.
2: like oh okay and it's funny I would I mean again just because I don't think that the Stampeders are making the great cup for all of these I would probably have the Stampeders quite low, except for your number one which I would also have quite high because you guys have seen the list uh to see you <laughs> know um <laughs> well we're we're pretending nobody's nobody's yes. followed me number Twitter. seven you have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers versus the Montreal Alouettes which. Just to be clear, you included this in your tweet, not to jump ahead here and, and, and cut out what you were saying, but this has never happened, this matchup. There's yeah. never been a never had Montreal Great Cup.
0: Yeah. So Winnipeg has had where they've been in the east and then moved to the west and moved back and forth. Right. And then Montreal had a period of time where they weren't in the league. So like from the mid 80s to the yeah. mid 90s, they weren't in the league. So it was it just never happened. And yeah. Montreal wasn't like a, a historical team, right? So when Winnipeg was in the West way way back, they they always seemed to play Hamilton and they <laughs> they played Hamilton in the Grey Cup many many times. Just hasn't happened that they play ever played Montreal. So yeah, it would that would be an an interesting one for that fact, but again, Montreal just doesn't move the needle for me like I and I don't feel like they're going to like match up well against the Bombers. So
2: okay. Yeah. I don't really like have a argument here like this is not uh, this is your list Um, yeah but i just don't have any like i there's nothing here that i'm gonna come out and say well this is an amazing like nah like (laughs) this would just be look it'd be exciting i'd watch i'm not saying i wouldn't oh we're watching the great cup (laughs) that's the thing Um, i I
0: will be in the stands and then going can't wait for green day and then um we're gonna yeah the the second half of the the game we're like okay let's see what happens let's let's see who wins the great cup
2: now you're number six, and I'm gonna make a comment on the Montreal Alouettes because I saw something on Twitter today that I thought that I do want to comment on because I thought it was a good point, and I want to highlight that. Um, I'm not gonna be able to search it, so it's gonna be just me talking about some random person on Twitter who I don't know. There, <laughs> uh, it was a reply to a Herb Zirkowski tweet. Anyways, number six, you have making their first appearance on the list. The BC Lions, one. yeah. Also against the Montreal Alouettes. Alouettes. Ian doesn't like the Montreal Alouettes. Yeah. I no, know. I just, I okay, so. In
0: the 2000s, when I was covering the Grey Cup every year and covering the CFL, I had Montreal Alouettes fatigue, and I know Herb Zygowski. You mentioned him. He's not been to a Grey Cup in the last 12 years or so because the Montreal Alouettes haven't made it. Mm -hmm. And as a reporter, sometimes you're just bound to what your team does. Uh Yeah, and you know, in the 2010s, you got to go to Grey Cups because the
2: Calgary Stampeder's were going going to Grey Cups somehow. Like literally like i went to the first four gray cups just like obviously 2019 was in calgary but like yeah i'm the luckiest reporter of all time <laughs> mitchell moved to toronto and i was like all right cool i'll put i'll cover the 2016 peters starting yep. at labor day oh Why yeah God? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah they're going to the
0: great cup I and got they go, did yeah you have to yeah. go
2: to three straight but there was a home Grey cup and then from there it was sort of post media would send me because i had built my profile but
0: and yeah. that helps to go to Grey cup and build your profile so herb zakowski is covers montreal alouettes and hasn't been there for 10 years and he complains every year he's like yeah i'm never gonna go to another great cup i'm like just go just go this this is what i decided like seven, eight, eight, nine years ago i was like just go and and, yeah it's different once um, you like you quit though like i'm never i'm never
2: gonna pay to go cover something that i think i should well for
0: a a while i was getting people
2: to just pay pay for me to like
0: I made enough money for me to be there. So yes. anyway, I like yeah, so, the
2: I like the Vernon Adams versus Montreal. Versus Montreal. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that the the owls gave up on him a little bit, and he's obviously found a great home in yeah. in BC um, out in Vancouver. And I, and
0: it, and when we get to my number one, it's like okay, so you like the uh, star quarterback versus his former team story, but he was never he didn't win great Cups with the Montreal Alouettes. like. You, Yes, it's his former yeah, team. Yeah, that's true. It's he's not like a former Grey Cup MVP with uh, Montreal, and then goes to BC. Like he's still trying to make his mark in the in this, and this is why BC ranks in the top five
2: on on yeah. on, on their other matchups. Um, the point that this random person who I haven't looked up on Twitter, um, we don't call it X around here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? They basically were like, "Let us not forget that the Montreal Alouettes had no owner in the off season. That they it looked like they couldn't sign any free agents. Like Gino Lewis obviously left. Like it looked in in sort of January, February, and and parts of March. It was like, yeah, it was like bleak there was for a, a while. Disaster. Yeah. And like to be honest, like to the point where I had questions about whether they were going to survive and actually be able to get through the season. But like they, lo- we thought they were going to be terrible. So." You know credit to management there because the montreal alouettes like really built something good and they continue to build throughout the year and i just I, I it was a good point that i hadn't thought about like i'd forgotten my yeah the way i was thinking about the alouettes in the winter it's pretty amazing what was built there yeah um, they've
0: overcome a lot to get to where they are right now and then they're looking strong going into the playoffs so we're not yeah we're not like, we're, are you going to be surprised if they're there
2: no, no i'm it also like they're the they might more than any other team like I I can pick every game, every conceivable matchup through the East and the West I have in my head who I think is going to win except the East semifinal mm. I have no idea that Hamilton Montreal game how I think it's going to oh, go it is a
0: coin flip and, and like
2: I just feel like and that game yesterday despite like not meaning anything
0: and everybody's kind of holding their cards close to the vest it it was fun
2: like yeah. I. I just okay. I feel like Cody Fedardo is just mistake prone to the point where I, I can't get out of my head what I've seen from him over the last couple yeah. of years so it's just hard like I think Montreal could really surprise people I think in a head-to-head matchup I'd pick them over Calgary for sure BC I think I would go BC Winnipeg Toronto I would pick Winnipeg Toronto so I have sort of have them as the fourth or fifth best team in in the league right yeah. now but this Hamilton team just has so much experience. Has but like
0: they they have been consistent in any team that is not well, Winnipeg, BC, or yeah. Toronto, they wipe them out exactly. Yeah, so they are definitely in that upper echelon because they're beating everybody else.
2: Yeah, they're the, again. The... I, I think I have them fourth. I, I have them fourth with Hamilton fifth. But I just feel like Hamilton yeah. maybe it's not a you're you're getting me all juiced up for this that saturday game the east
0: semifinal. i'm i'm excited for that game I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's gonna it's, be good it, and I'm, and the fact that we got like a little bit of a preview yesterday uh oh, it's, cool yeah it's gonna be awesome
2: it's gonna be fun i'm not convinced calgary
0: and the, usually but, out west we, we 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 are waiting for the west semifinal, and we don't really pay that much attention to the east we're like oh, okay what's happening in the east yeah we, we yeah okay who's it gonna be like i don't I don't remember a lot of East playoff games because you're just getting prepared for the West semifinal or the West final.
2: The East playoffs are probably going to be better than the West playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about. Yeah, that. I, me too. Number five, you have the Calgary St. Peters versus the Toronto Argonauts. This surprised me that it was number five for you. I thought well, this would I, be higher. I was trying
0: to put it higher. Also, but you
2: don't want to just do Calgary. Yeah, but again, here. it's like. Okay, there's so much history between these two teams, and every time they play in the Great
0: Cup, it's like, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> and the last one being the big snow game in uh, in Ottawa. and you know, Toronto generally wins those games too. so but like, I, I, yeah, there was like, I'm trying not to be home bias with, yeah, stamps versus X stamps. I think but-
2: you are knocking. I think you were in an effort to not just be the home <laughs> oh, Calgary guy. yeah I think that you are are knocking this game in a way that you shouldn't um I think the fact that Dinwiddie Mace Josh Bell oh yeah uh Pete Stanza are all former Stampeders coaches now coaching in yeah. Toronto I think the fact that there are so many players on that team like I
0: would I would if I was covering this Grey cup I would just do a day like talking about the coaching tree yeah and like it's amazing what and when they had Dinwiddie in the building here they were like, Yeah, this guy's gonna be head coach and
2: this too. is this <laughs> this for me, I think like I know in my head, like as we're doing this, I'm like, Would I pay to go? Because I I wish I could be a great cop, but the reality is I've just bought a place. Yeah. Um I like i'm literally moving like i get possession of my condo while gray cup is on like i can't go to great and i'm i'm very um, excited for you so and your, yeah. your new place but just so everyone's and, uh, totally understanding like there is there is no matchup even if post media wanted to send me i do, I think i'd have to decline like it's i just mm. have life stuff happening um but this is probably number one for me in terms of i would really want to go yeah. i would like want to figure out a way i it's just Ultimately, I still wouldn't, but I just, it's also, I just know so many of the guys yeah. on that Toronto team. I, you're, you're,
0: I generally, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the text that you're going to send me on the Friday of Grey cup week and go, Oh man, I wish I was
2: there. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I, it'll kill me not being there, but yeah. Like I, I'm so and I'm, this. I'm
0: ex- very excited just to go to Grey cup. I don't care who's there. So this is,
2: yeah, this, but this is, I think that's my number one. Number four for you is BC versus Toronto. Yeah um why
0: well because those are like two of the best teams in the league nice matchup uh hasn't happened in 20 almost 20 years it was 2006 i think the last time so i was like okay yeah it just has a little bit of like hey we haven't seen this one in a while and these two teams are like okay BC's on the come up and toronto's been so good for the last year here year and a half so yeah, just a nice a nice matchup just based on what you're going to see on the field. I
2: think. I like that you believe in BC. I, I do because I, to be honest, it completely <laughs> baffles me that your number three is BC versus Hamilton. This might be my number nine.
0: Okay, I, I and I would take that argument, but I just I was like, okay, cool. That's just like a, a a game that it was like that hasn't happened since the early '80s. I think the like 85, maybe the last time that BC played Hamilton in the Great Cup. And
2: you made the point that they had an awesome game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, which is, I think, sort of what is informing this. Like, yes, you said it was what a 60 point shootout. I mean, yeah, there it was I'm like 33. On my laptop, on my laptop.
0: It was 33 30, I believe. And yeah. uh, BC wins on the like late. And I just I, I don't know that one that one feels like a fun game. Like BC versus Hamilton. Like,
2: yeah, who, who's the,
0: not who's not going in? It's like, hey, who's in the Great Cup this year? Oh, BC Hamilton. OK, yeah yeah let's give that
2: one a go yeah and there are some what butler like there's a couple guys who have who well have- and and
0: hamilton went into bc and crushed them on their home field so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's yeah. It, it just has a it, it's it's just got a bit of like hey i don't know Let, let's do this
2: and i also think there's no matter what if you're doing these matchups and, and trying to rank them like it would be fun of him like it's always fun when the hometown team it is great and guy, that and, that's yeah. why
0: hamilton ranks very high right. in my list your
2: so. you're number two like i said the calgary toronto that's my personal number one but like my like if i was doing this as a reporter trying to as a neutral league, party yeah your number two is my number one which is winnipeg versus Toronto.
0: yeah and um, let's of last year. run it back and let's do it again and and it's best versus best so that's that's why it ranks so high to me yeah it's, it's like, the two best
2: teams in the league yeah
0: and, um and you know when i've always made this <clears throat> sorry I've always made this argument for a one through nine system and not a, you know, East versus West. Like, okay, the top two teams are supposed to face in the Grey Cup. That would be this matchup.
2: Yep. I know that it kills the Bombers that um, that they lost to the Argos last year. They they feel like they were the best team in the league in yeah. 2022. And, well, and you lose the big game. So there's like... Not there's...
0: always the best team wins the Grey Cup. That's the thing. Because it's a one game. Yeah. It just, it, that's how it goes.
2: Um. I no, I'm with you on this one. I this is probably like you have number two, so it's not like you're dampening this. But everything, I love the fact that Toronto rested Chad Kelly. I love the fact that that bothered people in Winnipeg so much. Yeah, like <laughs> they're like, come on, give us give us a <laughs> chance to beat you with your best
0: and everything. Yeah. But now it's then it would be the Grey Cup and it would like nobody's resting, everybody's
2: going. I all love out. it now that so. we're like a month away yeah. or from it. At the time, I was livid. And I was like, how can the CFL like, like, how can this be happening? We have one huge game all
0: year. But um, but now doesn't it add the, to the storyline completely intrigue? Uh, I'm like, yeah, like, there's like bad blood here. Yeah, like,
2: that, that's the thing.
0: We didn't really care that we didn't yeah. even care. And we almost beat you. That was the the thing about that game. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we we really didn't even try. And we were just within a um, a, a score at the end of like the Argo social we media. We could have beat you easily, but we didn't we didn't need to. The Argo social those media. Those are one people. or two games that you lost all year? Okay. Come on.
2: Oh, I said that in the intro, man. Like I really think like I, it's why I had Ben Granton and we I wanted to go very hard on Ar- Argos just once before yeah. the end of this podcast. Cause I just think that, that team deserves that credit. But I'm going 16 and two. We're we're looking at history here. Uh that's said number one and I get why you did it. You come want, on yeah, it's, <laughs> it's your list you get to do whatever you no, want. and, and you okay, have if, number if, one is the calgary St. peters versus these, the hamilton if, tiger cats ham yeah so yeah. if
0: if this happens are you not like sunday morning getting up and going oh man i gotta go to gray cup like bow versus the stamps come on like the first time he's ever faced the stamps is going to be in the gray cup and it's two number three seeds going yeah. and come yeah. on if this is gonna like i i don't i don't need to i don't even need to like hype this one yeah. it's
2: so good i mean bo versus the stamps first game look it's not my number one but it's very very close um it's i mean it, it's, it's just it's, it's just the, too fun it's the franchise icon versus yeah. his former it would be amazing uh and i mean for me like this is where I've just, I'm just too close to the stamps So I'm like, well, and Jameer Thurman. And like, I just, I can go <laughs> yeah, through this I list know. of former, <laughs> of, of former guys. And I, I do think look, that, that would be amazing. What's funny is it wouldn't be, oh, I got to get to up on the Sunday. It would be like, I got to get there for my one-on-one with Bo at some point. <laughs> like, just as a media, like that's how my brain works. I'm like, right. I haven't talked to him all year. Um, but yeah, no, that would be, that would look, that would be amazing. Look, they'd all be good. Um, I, yeah, I think well, Winnipeg and- versus Toronto would probably be my number one um with this is my number two for my like attempt to do this objectively and be a reporter yeah
0: now if if we're looking at it i'm like okay bc versus anybody is going to be exciting for me because that's who i want to see in the great cup i want to see bc in there i because they've been building for the last few years here and i like rick campbell i think he's a very entertaining guy he's like um he's really funny and yeah. he's it comes across as like a little bit of like stoic and and boring but he's not he's a really he's awesome (laughs) and i I still i was remember the uh 2016 gray cup no 2015 in winnipeg so he's nominated it for um coach of the year out of the east and chris jones is nominated for coach of the year out of the west and uh rick campbell wins coach of the year and he goes up there and and this is like the funniest thing i remember he he, he's like i'd like to congratulate chris jones on his great season i hope it ends poorly (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i was like yes perfect rick I, i love it yeah and he was a guy who was here in calgary as an assistant coach and obviously comes from the big long line of Campbells, yeah. Well, yeah like the cfl history and so the like i was hiking he, with his nephew last saturday <laughs> <laughs> there we go <laughs> exactly yeah. so and and that's the thing it's like yeah and i i just i just like i like i like bc i think jordan maximic is a offensive guru who's got a very great mind and he might be another he might be another guy who's a head coach eventually in this league so that's you know all that is going to be on the plate.
2: I like I like so much of what the Lions did this year I like from the start the fact that in the offseason they were like no Vernon is our yeah starting quarterback uh, after Nathan Rourke left I think like I like that for a guy who had been messed around a little bit uh in Montreal I don't know if that's the right term but like I, I didn't feel like he had yeah well it, like I think that's like a confidence raiser it means hey you're it also puts the pressure on it says hey you're a guy You got to like, you got to be ready, Carrie. I think they've done a great job. Well, And they did the
0: same thing with Nathan Rourke the year previous, right? They went into that off season and there was a bunch of quarterbacks available. um, Jake Mayer being one of them. And I was like, well, maybe BC might be interested in Jake Mayer. No, they were like, nope, Nathan Rourke's our guy. We're going to go with him. And they did and they, they knew and then they went forward and it was like, okay, so mid season, Nathan Rourke gets hurt. They're like, okay wait he, he's probably leaving anyway let's get another guy in here uh let's let's give it to vernon adams they bring him in and was like okay you're gonna be our guy when nathan rourke's gone but like we have confidence in you we we like you everything so they are they're one of those ones like they It would be cool to see that they, they commit and i like that they commit to their guys
2: it would be cool to see them in order i just don't think it's gonna happen this year you and freaking Valentine do apparently. Um, Well, I just I'm
0: like, I don't know. I I just feel like on on this random one off, anything can happen. And Winnipeg like doesn't seem like, uh, I don't know, like did they, it it just doesn't feel like that. it's their year. That's all I'm going to
2: say. I don't know that we're going to do a after Grey Cup episode, um, but we should when the (laughs) (laughs) when the when the Bombers win, uh (laughs) okay when when the (laughs) bombers
0: win the great cup i'll come on here and i'll eat all the crow you can want um look let's just wrap
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you for coming on um really appreciate it man we we got at least one more of these um all right yeah next (laughs) next
0: week we're gonna do it after the playoff games on saturday we're gonna yeah. pop up on sunday i oh, mean whenever the stamps man, kind of it's gonna be
2: a good day yeah, we're tied to the stamps here uh so i don't like i don't know that we're doing two episodes a week right to the end but whenever the stamps kind of go out we'll definitely do a wrap there and then we'll do a great cup preview um but yeah a couple more episodes before the end of the season for sure but man you've been uh it's been a blast having you on and uh, oh, yeah. yeah i'm i'm having a great time yeah so. so um thank you so much that was awesome and uh that's that guys what are you doing tonight i don't know what you're doing tonight you're probably looking for something Guys, you got to go check out Mugs Pub. This is probably my favorite pub in the city, 1330, 15th Avenue Southwest, right in the Beltline. Honestly, they do it all. I, for years, played trivia on Wednesday nights at Mugs. It's the best trivia night in the city. Other nights, they got music. They got specials every single night. Some of the best food and drink specials in the entire city are at Mugs Pub. You want wine, you want beer, you want cocktails. They got it all. Big fan of their fish and chips. They got some amazing pizza. You wanna watch the game, they got TV screens. You wanna just have a drink with friends, perfect spot to do it. You wanna have some food, as I said, it's delicious. Muggs Pub, we love having them as a sponsor. We love having them just down the road from us here at our studios. Check out Muggs Pub, they're the best. All right, thank you, Ian Busby. That was awesome, guys. Um, it's playoffs next week. I don't know what we're gonna do midweek to preview them um but obviously the stamps have the lions and then the tie cuts in montreal and as ian said uh, just that game has the feeling that i feel like that's gonna be awesome i really do that's uh that game's got all the juice not sure what to expect from calgary bc um calgary's just had such a weird season but yeah montreal hamilton hyped for that so um yeah not really i'm not gonna go much longer here i'm gonna go get some dim sum um hope y'all Enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Mug's pub. Thank you to, uh, Fraser and Fig, our sponsors. They're the best. Thank you to you, our listeners. Please, uh, like, and subscribe. We got a couple more episodes here before the off season where we'll be taking a break, but super appreciate you guys. Thanks.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter.